The following program is for adult audiences only. Live right now. Are you ready? Find, find and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Oh, you're being recorded. Yay, thank you. <laughs> Happy Sunday. It's, I believe, March the 8th. 2021 i'm eric talking at you from Kelowna, british columbia canada where if you're not getting listeners there's only two reasons you suck or your topic sucks sorry that's that's the rule i i it's it's almost said that that actually had to be said i saw that post that you put out there there's so it doesn't matter what your equipment is doesn't matter your bit rate or your decibel level. No, none of it matters. No, you could have the greatest technical fucking show in the world, but if you got nothing to say, or you're a monotone idiot that has no life in you whatsoever, nobody cares. And I know for a fact, because our show sounds horrible (laughs) and we've got many wonderful listeners and we love them all. And thanks for listening and telling your friends, you guys are awesome. Yeah, you're I'm going to see if I can get us going out. Oh, my live cast disappeared. I had it all set up, but it's not here now. Oh, so I'm going to get us going on Castbox, but you guys aren't listening right now. So you won't know that. And then by the time you listen to this, we won't be live on Castbox anymore. So it doesn't really matter that I tell you anything. How you doing, Gord? I'm doing well. That's good. Busy, but busy, but doing well. Yeah, I don't have that problem lately. Oh, fuck. You know, you hear people make the comment and there's not enough hours in the day. Oh, it's so true. (laughs) There just isn't. I definitely used to feel that, but uh, lately there's too many. (laughs) I think it's time for me to get back to a night job. Yeah. If you want something that's going to make life go by faster, take a night job. Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Why is this thing not starting? Um, so numbers are good. Thanks, world. You guys are awesome. Um, what else? Well, we're about 10 days away from the season premiere of season four. That is wicked exciting. There was a neat little video going around today that somebody made. I don't know who. Yeah, it just kind of appeared. It's just so weird. Um, to promote that, and I was pretty excited about it. Why is Castbox not working? Maybe I'm not going live on Castbox. I don't know. <laughs> um, we got apparently 57 new variants. No, stupid thing. I'm thinking when there's 57 variants, that's just normal, and we should just get on with our lives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every- Everywhere's recording record cases, and and I think it was Alberta recorded record cases with 57 new variants. And I'm just like, fuck off. At that point, what are we doing? It's pointless. It's, we're just, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It is pointless. And it's really fucking starting to piss me off. I don't know how you guys are feeling out there in Ontario. I still know there's nothing going on in BC. We in uh, here in the Niagara region, they finally took us out of the gray zone and put us into the red zone, which apparently is better. (laughs) Um, So they just opened up. So basically you're allowed to have no matter what size of the restaurant, you're allowed to have 10 people in it. Oh, Jesus. But the good news is, is if you go into walmart it's i think the one here is posted at 280 something people are allowed to be in yeah ours was 300 (laughs) so right (laughs) that's all i gotta say like really if you cram 300 people into a room you're just you're just at that point let everybody in yeah you're not making a difference you're really like you're, and, no. And it could be like if you are great, but um, three hundred is, I think that you're you've achieved safety at that point. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're you're just your safety means nothing. <laughs> your numbers mean nothing. You're dumb. Okay, is this thing going now? Sorry, kids. I'm trying to get this thing going because so it's more entertaining for you. But my tablet's stupid. I can see why they give them away for free. It's because they <laughs> suck. You know, speaking of COVID, by the way, I just I I, I want to jump in this so we can just get this done and over, so we don't have to talk about this anymore tonight. Open it up, my friend. Um, there's a doctor by the name of Doctor Amir Khan, uh, who is explaining. That why even after being vaccinated, you can still pass the virus on and why you still need to wear a mask. Sure. Now, here's the neat thing. So literally, here's the opening paragraph on this article. Despite the manufacturers of COVID-19 of COVID vaccine recommending a delay of no more than three weeks between the two required doses. The UK took the somewhat bold decision to back in December to delay the second shots by 12 weeks. Yeah, I, I remember that. Now, and I know here in Ontario, uh, if not, well, which is pretty much just straight up Canada wide, that very, 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 very few people have gotten a second dose and none of them got it within three weeks. Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. No. Um, everybody was initially set for two months and then it was pushed back to four months. Um and now it's being pushed back right now, even up until June, which means people who got this shot in January will be waiting until June to get the second one. That is spectacular. Um, so, so if the vaccine, if the manufacturers of the vaccine are saying no more than three weeks between the two doses. Is this all really real now? If the, the governments are saying, nah, fuck it, just wait an extra fucking four months, what's the big deal? Well, I think that the, the reality is they don't know. They don't have a clue. They haven't studied this vaccine. They have no idea. So they're just making up rules just like they have for the last year. They're just making up shit as they go along. But I thought, and I'm pretty sure they've all said this, that they are going to follow the advice specifically of the doctors and the science. Yep. The, the only doctors <laughs> they listen to are made up TV doctors. Yeah. And there is no science. There's no science to listen to. The, the, the only science is we don't really know anything yet. We haven't had enough time to figure out this stupid thing. So when you're when you get down to the nitty gritty and you start actually digging around for the real science, it's not there yet. They certainly aren't releasing very much of it. I'll tell you that much. Because it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> I just love. It. Sorry. <laughs> up on the cast box. So hi, cast box people. Thanks for listening. What up, cast box? How you doing? I don't know if you've got yours on there, Gord, but not yet. I'm going to we are there, and they can hear you. I think. <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah, and I think really at the, if we have 57 variants, then it's getting to the point where this isn't one virus, I would think. Like, or if it is, it's one that's just we, we, we're supposed to have it. It's yeah. just natural. We're just, that's it. We're just supposed to get it. That's it. And frankly, <laughs> I, I'm not all that worried about it anymore. I've been sick so many times this year, in the, or last year, I should say. That uh, if I didn't have it, then it's probably more scared of me than I am of it. One would have to assume so. My network just went unstable. That's lovely. No. Oh. I hope it's still going. That's just the cast box. That's not the Skype. Um, oh. So I didn't. I didn't really want to talk about Corona too much, but. Um, I just want. I thought that fifty-seven variants was very, very funny. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just at a loss right now. It seems like uh, pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, it really, really, truly does. It's just, I, I don't mean, know, just the bag of insane. I just don't understand why they're not just letting it go. Like at this point, just let it go. 
You know, I don't even have anything good to say about it. I've been saying the same shit so many times over and over and over. I don't want to keep repeating myself, but let's just stop it. It's stupid. We have so many more important things to be focusing on right now. Yeah. Why are we bothering with any of this bullshit? I just don't get it. You've got worldwide. You've got fucking people dying from everything except COVID. You've got fucking protests breaking out all over the place. Everybody's losing their shit. Jobs have been fucking lost. Lives have been fucking ruined. All I didn't, for what? I didn't right. expect it to go this fast. But I'm thinking... Uh... Lil Biden wants to have a war to make himself look good. People think he's a pussy. What better way to stop that than uh, kick off a little war as soon as you get in? Oh, and now I already know that's fucking happening. No, apparently. <laughs> they, he uh, is. <laughs> he's not wasting a whole lot of time with it. Threatening Iran? That's always a good idea. Yeah, this Iran loves that. Buying arms. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you've got so much shit going around. There was a massive blast on in Guinea. Killed so far 15 people, 400 and something people fucking injured. Massive blast there. Uh, like literally just a massive fucking blast. There's a bunch of, well, I should say it was one massive. It was a bunch of explosions at a military base. Yeah, that's usually where they happen. <laughs> You got the the was it the Houthis 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 um, Houthis um, they fired a bunch of missiles um, and um, drone missiles uh, so drone drones and then missiles were shot at uh, a uh, Saudi oil field or facility. Oh yeah, of course that's always the way to start. Uh, you got the. Philippine president, um, he is, he's just sort of gone nuts. Um, he's ordered the military and police forces to finish off and kill all communist rebels in the, in the country. Yeah. Let's not, let's not, uh, confuse people here. He didn't go nuts. That dude has been fucking crazy forever. Remember, this is the one who his, his war on drugs was just to kill all the drug dealers. Yeah. He just kills you. If you if you do anything he doesn't like in his country, he kills you. So he didn't go nuts. He's always been nuts. <laughs> it's true. This guy's nuts. Um I don't know if I completely disagree with his approach to things, but <laughs> I'm just wondering if it's working is my only question. Well, I'm sure it's working to a certain degree in his country. If you kill all the bad people, then all the good ones seem to get better. <laughs> his here's here's some of his quotes. Uh, just make sure to return the bodies to the respective families. Uh, forget about human rights. That's my order. I'm willing to go to jail. That's not a problem. Um, awesome. I do not have any qualms about doing the things that I have to do. Um, addressing the communist rebels directly, he said, you are all bandits. You have no ideology. Even China and Russia are all capitalists now. <laughs> He's... Wow. Um, this is just you know, nuts. Agree with him, really. Yeah. yeah. Find some, find a flaw in what he said. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but it's, it's hard to argue sometimes. <laughs> it's very true. Um, and it's, it's effective. If you kill all your enemies, you find you, you don't have many enemies after that. <laughs> it's very true. There's no getting around that around to being nice afterwards because they don't <laughs> want to be the next one to die <laughs> it's kind of not a bad strategy i don't i don't i'm not endorsing it i'm not saying murder's good but you know sometimes <laughs> i'm not saying i condone it i'm just saying i understand <laughs> i'm not saying yeah exactly right <laughs> I've been using that line a lot lately. It's starting to freak me out. <laughs> I ate some shit for a line I posted on Facebook this weekend. Some people got mad at me. Some people rather uh, enjoyed it. Because uh, I, I put up a post just saying, um, stop, stop, you know, making podcast rules. There are no rules. That's the point. 
and I oh, finished great one. I finished it off by I'm sorry, did you read it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I finished it off by saying if if you're doing the thing you love to do in the way you love to do it, that's all that matters. And then I in quotes I put this does not apply to arsonists, rapists, or Catholics. <laughs> this podcast. And a lot of people laughed. Even one Catholic guy laughed. <laughs> I enjoyed that and I'm Catholic. <laughs> and I he said, I, I didn't mean you. I meant all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> if a you lot. get it, then you're not the Catholics we're talking about. <laughs> One guy, and I hope he's listening tonight. I forget his name. One guy d- direct messaged me, and he's like, "Why? Why did you say that about Catholics?" And I very politely said, "Are you serious?" <laughs> I think you know why. <laughs> and if you don't, you, you better figure it out. This is. I was polite to him. I said, "Some of your leaders do things that I don't agree with." And then on Facebook, someone tried to call me out. He's like. Not cool, dude, what you said about Catholics. He's like, why do you have a problem with us? And I said, well, for one thing, you can't seem to take a joke. (laughs) Thanks for proving that. (laughs) Then I decided just to go balls deep. And I said, and for another thing, a bunch of your leaders are pedophile rapists. And you know and you do nothing about it. (laughs) You, You continue to fund it, so... Yeah, and I said, being complicit while that kind of grotesque fucking crime happens, uh, that's as much of a crime as they're committing, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And he very quickly agreed, and he said, yeah, that's there's a lot of um, stuff going on that we need to take care of or whatever. And I was like, come on. <laughs> Just admitting it, like knowing there's a new generation who could admit it makes me th- feel like I have a little bit of hope for the future. And then I went on to say, unless your Bible is true, in which case you're all in big, big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, it's it's a funny thing because I do appreciate that Catholics have started to. R- at least come to terms with the fact that this isn't just small, isolated incidences. No, there's what this is a. This is a constant worldwide set of events that happens at absolutely every single level of your organization. That the Vatican is actively, very actively covering up. And not just covering it up, but like I said, the greatest example, the Pope's number one guy that he said, you are in charge of this, is charged with fucking raping children. So... If the number one guy, if the Pope himself was like, dude, this is looking so bad. Who's the one clean guy we got? Oh, this guy. Perfect. Put him up there. Boom. Fucking within like within a year charged with multiple counts of fucking child diddling. I just don't like. I don't even understand how the Pope himself doesn't just sit there and say, you know what? We're done. Yeah, you should. I know that's probably what God has done at this point. Oh, there's. Like I said before, if there is a God, there's no fucking way in hell he's he's hanging around right now watching all this unfold and just being like, meh, I don't need to get involved. Uh, by the way, Gord, I don't know if you're on CastBox or not. Yeah. But not. Uh, the name of this uh, room is Andrew Cuomo's Bible Study. Oh, is it really? Yeah. See, I that's, can't even actually find it. That's what I named the room tonight. Um. So just look look for Andrew Cuomo's Bible study. Um, I don't know how you look it up. I don't know how you join. Someone tell Gord how to join. Um, like I'm up and on. I'm looking at all of our shows, but it's not. Nothing's listed as a new episode. That's anything's playing right now. I'll see what I can do here. Um, yeah. It might not be linked to us because all my accounts are fucked. Someone's messing with me over the weekend. Um, so I just <laughs> do a religious talk and I had named it that and not knowing. That that's what we were going to talk about because I didn't plan anything. <laughs> I had some news, but you know it's not that interesting anymore. Oh, pardon me, that's fucking weird. Can you go? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just I'm reading a little bit more about this. The um, the president of the Philippines. Um, <laughs> Like this dude 
truly, truly gives zero fucks. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He always at has. All. And then here's the best thing. He says here in his speech on Friday, uh, he admitted that he does not understand what the rebels are fighting for. Quote, you've been fighting in the you've been fighting in the last 53 years. And now I already have great grandchildren and you are still fighting. You want to overthrow the government? You don't even have a boat. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, he's he's very he's not, right. He's not wrong. There, I just <laughs> a messenger. Hopefully that works out. If you yeah. care, you don't. Care. I don't care. Uh, yeah. No, he's a he's a nut. Um, I don't know what the people of the Philippines think of him. I don't know if he's like a good dude or. I yeah. I just I like his uh, approach to crime. Yeah. My favorite thing is that there's this guy named Teddy Teddy Casino is his name. He's an activist and a former member of Congress. Uh, he wrote on social media, this is madman levels. Not even Marcos was this openly br- brazen and brutal. Uh, yeah, but it, it is true. But the other, the big difference is, is, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Marcos bad for the people? Like, wasn't he like targeting regular c- civilians? And it's also, it's a different time. You, yeah. You need serious leaders with serious answers. And this guy's got it. <laughs> like, we have to stop coddling criminals and making it seem like crime is okay or making it seem like crime is a, a viable op- career option. It's very difficult when, you know, the leaders of the country are all fucking criminals. So it's very difficult um, to yeah. say, to sit there and say, crime is bad um this guy he's well like you said, he's kind of onto something i guarantee a lot of north american criminals would have second thoughts if they thought they were going to die they don't we don't think we're going to die we think we're going to get a slap on the wrist or go to some country club prison if we, if we thought we were going to get shot we would do less crime i'm sure some of us most yeah. of us a good number of people absolutely um, so it's yeah, it's to put the fear of God into people. God damn it, I like it. I'm in <laughs> until he starts turning on me, then then I won't like him as much. <laughs> yeah, often, you know, <laughs> like he starts raging against the white devil. I hate when they do that. <laughs> now we have to turn our attention on the white devil. Oh, damn it, there they go again. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, uh that's fucking funny um yeah hey do you hear that little do you hear that oh, little dinging in the background no no i don't hear anything oh, i don't have pick it up it's it's my washing machine oh good <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's really are funny we, are we endorsing it as we fish for sponsors <laughs> or washing I don't even know who makes the thing. I don't even know name brand it is. <laughs> but whoever makes it, your dinging is pretty. <laughs> uh, sponsors, people who have money. We're looking for sponsors. We got lots of listeners. Send us money. Yeah. Oh, by the way, shout out to Carson's Pizzeria here in uh, Niagara and uh, St. Catharines area. Um, phenomenal fucking pizza. Really what good they, food. Just say that. Um, well, they're one of, first of all, like they're, um, they're one of my new restaurant customers. Okay. Fair enough. Which is great. And then, um, we actually had them, uh, a few nights ago for dinner and, uh, because, well, God bless my girlfriend when she said, uh, she's like, you know, I'm like, what are we going to do for dinner tonight? I haven't fucking prepped anything for dinner. And she's like, you know what? She was, we're going to do Carson's. I'm like, really? And she's like, well, she was, they've supported you by hiring you. She goes, so we'll support them by getting their food. I'm like, well, that's fucking great. So I called them up, placed the order. No, everything's all fine. They d- didn't make any, you know, reference to them knowing who I was or anything when I called. Um, when I showed up, as soon as I showed up, like, hey, Cord, how's it going, man? Like everybody in the kitchen comes over and says hi to me, and we're all shooting the shit and talking. They're talking about the next next load of work to get done, and which is really nice and all. And then the person says, hey, man, here's a free large set of fucking mozzarella sticks, and <laughs> started kind of throwing me all these free foods. I'm like love this fucking company um so anybody that's in the area go to carson's they're fucking great in the area if you're just waking up that's small town living for you that's right <laughs> so phenomenal very much enjoyed that that's good. they're yeah, one nice. of those few pizza places that have that what are they called the the cup and something pepperoni 
Um, where's the little smaller ones that they turn into little bowls when you heat them up? Oh, yeah, I don't like those. They have them, they're a little spicy, and they're fucking delicious. <laughs> yeah. They freak me out. <laughs> they freak you out. I like because it traps all the grease in it, so it just makes it that much more flavorful. Yeah, that's not um good for you. <sighs> People have been saying that for years. I'm completely healthy. Look at me. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Except <laughs> yeah, you're you're a, a large mammal and you shit yourself a lot, but other than that, <laughs> depends. That's <laughs> true. You know, um, that's fucking funny. Um, <laughs> I had something funny to add to that. No, I can't think of it. Uh, probably because I pooped myself again. <laughs> oh, I remember. Um, you remember uh, Mary Brown's chicken? I do know. I don't know if that was ever a thing out here. Oh, well, Mary Brown's, uh, for those that don't know, um, they're, first of all, if you go there, I mean, the chicken is good. I'm not going to get around it. The chicken is fine. But you go there for the fucking potato wedges because they actually put like the same sort of um, uh, coating on the chicken wedges as they do on the chicken. Right. Yeah. So you get this phenomenal little flavored skin on the outside. It's nice and crispy with the soft potato. It's fucking delicious so good regardless of that years ago um milton used to have one and um i fell in love with it because when you got like a chicken like especially the chicken breast you know it's got all the big thick fucking coating on the fucking thing at the crispy skin it's amazing the trick with this was is you actually had to pick up the chicken breast while burning your fingers because it was so greasy and you flip it upside down and you just sort of pop the, the top off and but when you do it that way, when you actually look inside that big fucking chunk of skin in your hand, there's about a quarter of an inch of just solid fucking oil. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> now, here's what's genius. Not a lot of people know knew this at the time. They've changed their ways as nowhere nearly. It's not even anything remotely close to what it used to be. Um, but I was up in uh, in Bancroft with my buddy. Like, what? I like the absolute disappointment in your voice as you said that. Oh, dude, you have no idea how much it fucking saddens me. <laughs> I don't get their four-piece chicken anymore, specifically because it's just not its just not greasy enough anymore. If I want non-greasy, I'll go to KFC. <laughs> I go to fucking Mary Brown's for the grease. And that's the body break with Gord. <laughs> right? <laughs> if you rub it against paper towel and it goes clear, that is your window to weight gain. <laughs> Four Simpsons there. Um... So I was up in Bancroft camping with my buddy and um, oh, after having a good time. And then we ended up popping into town for lunch one day. And uh, I'm like, they're like, well, we're going to go over to this place. I'm like, you know, fuck that place. You guys got to Mary Brown's. I'm going to Mary Brown's. And I was explaining to them <laughs> um, about, about Mary Brown's. I say, now, Mary Brown's at the time was very interesting. When, when you got your food, you know, it comes in the cardboard fucking containers and wrapped in a brown paper bag. Well, the neat the thing is, is that box and brown paper bag mixture gives you about eight minutes before both of those completely disintegrate because of the grease. <laughs> so when you get the food, it's a matter of timing. You can't take it and go out for a 20 minute fucking walk and then eat it for a half chilled after. No, your bag's not going to last. It's going to fall apart. You're going to get fucking grease everywhere and probably burn yourself. So the trick to it is, is you just got to get it, sit down as close as possible, and then start, start eating it before the shit disintegrates. <laughs> and people think I'm joking, but I'm telling you, I actually showed my my friend Chris and his fucking girlfriend at the time. I actually showed them. I'm like, no, look, I actually left part of it in the bag. It's been sitting there for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and it's sure enough, I just lifted up the bag and the entire bottom of the bag stayed i just pulled the top of it off and the bottom stayed completely where it was it's just... you you're aware this is why other countries hate us right <laughs> i'm fine with that they don't need to come <laughs> people listening to this podcast don't like a whole, we just lost a bunch of listeners in india i'm sure <laughs> or we just gained a few they're like really we need to get there <laughs> that's uh <laughs> so good <laughs> Oh, miss it so much. Such fond memories. <laughs> and for the record, I have never once in my life shared that story without every person 
listening to it being absolutely disgusted. So, <laughs> and that's that's a good thing. I'm sorry to say that that's good for me. Uh, that's like dirty sex talk. <laughs> I don't have my diabetes clip, but I wish I did right now. <laughs> More fitting than ever. <laughs> Something we could devote some time to on this show. We need to have the nutritionist back. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I, we do. I approached her about coming and 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 guesting again with us, and she is so busy right now because of the first time she was on the show, her career just skyrocketed from there. Yeah, sounds right. And uh, she just hasn't had time, but I am trying to get her back. That would be great. Uh, she was fun. She was a lot of fun and and very intelligent, and I learned a lot. I don't believe I actually like consciously followed any of her advice but i did learn a lot from her <laughs> i've heard other people talk about some of the stuff that she she mentioned um i, I certainly don't <laughs> no, i i legitimately i didn't have any milk for my cereal this morning so i legit straight up melted some ice cream <laughs> and That's basically that. milk yeah right figured it was the same thing tasted just wonderful a, i was gonna say it's just a little thicker yeah it's just captain crunch and ice cream it was perfect breakfast <laughs> <laughs> hashtag adulting nutritionist advice because i did that you know people sit there and they say you know you're poor when the only thing you have left in your fridge is a couple of slices of pizza. No. <laughs> you know you're poor when when you're having fucking ice cream with your cereal because you can't afford milk. <laughs> I can't afford milk. I just didn't have any. <laughs> Hold out. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, I'm man. I'm eager to get my pet goat. <laughs> I saw your post on that one saying that you're looking for what's your goat's name again? Oh, Daryl. Daryl. He's like Daryl, as in like who's your other brother, Dale, and your other brother, Dale? Yeah, no, it's my goat. <laughs> oh, someone. Uh, yeah, my mom was all like shitty about it. Are you sure it's you good to have one in the city? I'm like, what are you? You move. You don't, don't pretend you care. Yeah, um, don't start now, <laughs> and not over Daryl. <laughs> I was okay homeless on the streets of Vancouver for three years. But the goat, we got to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh my god. That's, that's, that's good parenting there. It's wonder I'm so normal and well adjusted. Um, I'm, I'm I'm reading up on this article here about the the Houthis that fired the missiles and the drones and stuff at the Saudi oil facilities. Now. I'm a little confused. If you've got these drones and on top of that, so hang on, they, here's what they, here's what they did. Um, a Houthi military spokesman named Yaha Surya said the, said the group fired 14 drones and eight ballistic missiles across the border. Uh, with the kingdom in a, quote, wide operation in the heart of Saudi Arabia. Okay. But they didn't hit anything of actual value. I was going to say, yeah. So, (laughs) I don't understand. You've got 14 drones and eight ballistic missiles. Out of 22 shots, you're 0 for 22? Well, I would imagine these are not smart missiles. Come on. Isn't there just a matter of odds where you have to hit something of value out of that many attacks? Like, isn't isn't it just numbers? Now, keep in mind, these are not smart missiles, and these are not smart people firing these missiles or controlling these drones. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Um, It's, I would say that's probably more common than anyone wants to admit. Going on a massive airstrike and hit nothing. Um, I don't think it's it's necessarily an us versus them thing. I don't see, like I certainly know I wouldn't do any better. 
I could probably pick up a thousand gamers that could do a fucking ten times better job sending one of these things. <laughs> these guys are actually fighting wars. I just don't get it. Well, I'm sure someone has thought of that and is utilizing it. I don't know if maybe that's a, a, a tactic in the Middle East yet, but I guarantee we've got a bunch of little Mario Kart players that they think they're playing fucking that Mario Melee thing, but really they're bombing some little country. Yeah, oh, I've often wondered that. I really have. Oh, guaranteed we've utilized it. <laughs> and the drone thing, that's just a little bit scary, a little too close to our movie. I don't want reality to come out before my movie does. Yeah, that, that just gets a little fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Um, you know what's happening? Amazon's finally got their first employee-less store open and up and running. And it's a it's an official Amazon store that you can walk into and buy stuff, but there's nobody working there. So I uh, guess everything just runs off of touchscreens. Yeah, and it's all it's very scary. It's it's a lot of automation happening that I don't think we're prepared for, but it is happening, and pretty soon, pretty soon we'll be at a point where we don't need people anymore anymore. It'll just be drones, and that's fantastic, in my opinion. What better thing for the economy than just to eliminate more and more jobs? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Now, how many jobs are you eliminating? A, we I just finished having this fight with people online mm. because they put in um, self-serve checkouts at Costco. Yeah. And, well, first of all, there's an attendant for all those checkouts. So no one's lost a job. One attendant for eight, usually minimum eight checkouts. No, there's one per checkout. That's the way it was at Walmart. That's the way it was at Costco so far. That'll be reduced. But I've there's... never seen more than one person at a fucking Walmart. That's where there's now, always one person to run the whole bank. Now, you say, okay, we eliminated, say you're even right. Okay, mm -hmm. so Matt, say there's 10 cashiers. Now they're down to... One per five machines, so there's only two cashiers. So yeah. maybe you eliminated jobs, or maybe they just moved to other parts of their store and they still have jobs. You don't know that. Mm -hmm. uh, and second of all, what about the, the factory that makes those machines? Now, they've just created 25 jobs. The guys who have to maintenance those machines, well, now they're going to need to hire more people, so that's another 10 jobs. The guys that have to fix them, repair them, the guys that come out to, to maintain them, the delivery guys who deliver them. There's a massive amount of jobs that are created every time one of these things pops up. Let's not forget them just because we're bleeding hearts for the fucking cashiers. Sure, a couple cashiers might be out of luck, but maybe 100 people on the back end are getting jobs because of it. And you're missing one other great point with that, by the way. The ones that are losing out on the jobs are the part-time student jobs um, that require, in the sense, I'm not going to say cashiers are a fucking easy job. It's a lot of codes to remember, and you got to be quick and everything else. I get it. It's but a nonetheless, it's, 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 a, it's, it's an entry-level position. Exactly. Every single position that Eric just mentioned above that that's affected with these machines are all trade-skilled jobs. Yeah, that pay much better, come with much better benefits. <laughs> if you're an old fucker like me and Gord, uh, you might remember we all said the exact same thing about ATMs. They were putting banks out of business. They were putting cashier tellers out of business. They were, all the tellers were going to lose their jobs, and it didn't happen. No, nope. didn't happen at all. In fact, and everyone uses ATMs all the time, and there's still plenty of gainfully employed bank tellers. Yep. I know nobody likes things, nobody likes change, but we're not all going to go rally behind horseshoe makers now, are we? <laughs> Shit changes. You know, there was a cracker company I used to do an install for. A white and... guy? No, <laughs> not a white guy factory. They actually made like like crackers. Like, uh... I just assumed it was like just they only hired crackers. <laughs> no, I actually think there's only two white guys that work there. <laughs> um. What was interesting about this place was um, they had um, they were really, really well known for treating their staff very well. They treat them like family. Um, they're very good about making sure everybody had a good home life balance, work life or home work balance. 
Bloody crackers. <laughs> they called them all a bunch of crackers. Um, you know, they paid them um well considering what each position was in the sense, you know, and it was it was as far as everything was mentioned on the outside, it was all very good company to work for. Well, a group of people whose job was solely to collect crackers and then put them in a plastic container so they could go into packaging and be shipped out. That was their job. Um they complain. They're saying we should get paid. And this was going back, fuck me, almost 20 years ago now. They were saying we should get paid $23 an hour for doing what we're doing. Um, at the time, they were getting paid, I think it was 17 bucks an hour. Jesus. Um, which is, again, minimum wage at the time was probably closer to, what, 12 bucks? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe 10 um, they were getting paid pretty well, considering. And um, so they demanded um, raises, and the company's like, no, we're you guys have got a great benefits package. You've, you're making great money an hour. Like, no, you're not getting a fucking raise. It all gets part of the yearly review. You're not just getting one because you're going to demand it. So they went on strike, and they picketed, and the company warned them, get back to work. Or you're going to lose your job. Yeah, you can't really do that, but sure. So what they did, what the company did was, the company said, the position you guys were all working, that you all worked under, no longer exists. And they replaced them all with a machine. Every one of them. There was, uh, I, I remember, I think there was 12 of them total, if memory serves me. It was going back a while ago. Uh, I think there was 12 of them total. And all 12 of them lost their jobs. I actually think I know this story, to be honest. It was wicked. And the funny thing was, when I went in to do an install one day and I saw this new machine, I'm like, so I watched the guy, I'm like, so? <laughs> How's the machine working? He goes, man, he says, this thing, <laughs> he goes, they were losing an average of about, uh, it was something like um, like 50 crackers an hour that were being broken by the people doing it manually. Of course. So we have zero broken crackers. <laughs> This thing works fully officially. The lines never shut down once. Doesn't take bathroom breaks. It doesn't take a lunch break. It doesn't know this. It just works. And when you want to stop, you just push stop. You want to start, you just push start and it works. It's you know, and the best thing was though, it was the ultimate deterrent basically saying, if anybody else fucks with us, we will replace you with a chunk of machinery because now we know how much money we can save by doing this. <laughs> and I'm sorry, cashiers of the world. Uh, if you feel like the writing's on the wall, start ask for retraining, ask to move into another position. There's, there's a lot of opportunity there, but you got to be proactive about it. That is the key. Well said. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sure, as I said before, I'm sure a hundred years ago, Everyone was pissed off at the automobile for putting all the horseshoe makers out of work. All the saddle makers, they're probably furious. Yep. And there was a rally like this for them too. But we can't stop progress for, uh, there's no polite way to say it. We can't stop the progress of science and, and innovation and the furtherment of the human race for because we care so much about our cashiers. You know, let's find a a productive way to get them into other positions um, and and just move on with and get toward the future. Yeah. But not only that, though, but the other upside to this whole cashier thing, cashier jobs for the longest time were basically just part timers working four to six hour shifts at a time. And that was it. They got no benefits. They got no nothing like that. Sure. Now. Because every time I go into grocery shopping, I'm always seeing kind of like the same three people, you know, three or four people are running the actual payment lines when I'm up at like like a you know grocery store or something like that. And you know, you guys, you full time or are you part time? She says, no, no, no. I'm you know most of a lot of them right now are all full time during the during the day during the week, sure. which means now instead of the just being stuck as a shitty part timer, now you're full time with a full time job with the benefits. And that so, never would have happened. There's a lot of big stores that call 36 hours full time so they don't have to give you benefits. Yes, that is true. But the ones I was talking to, they were, you know, for the most part, almost happy. <laughs> that it happens. I'm getting more hours. This is great. 
I'm I'm erring on the side of caution because I feel like being particularly polite this weekend. I don't know. I've been in a good mood. So um, let's be honest. Uh, there's a lot of times I walk into Walmart and I see people fucking 15 of them standing around talking. I know I work there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if they're those ones that aren't doing any fucking thing when I'm in a line 15, 16 people deep, I'm not my heart's not really bleeding for you. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it's being cut because there's too fucking many of you. Yeah, maybe right, that's I'm fine with that. <laughs> and I am fine with that. <laughs> so, I know I've had many in this year. It's <laughs> <Last year. laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> Not difficult. There's no desirable jobs anywhere. They're all shit jobs, but there's plenty of jobs. Sorry, cashiers. I love you. You know I do. Go get another job if it bugs you. Yeah. Tons uh, of other opportunities for you. Funny. I, <laughs> sorry. I started, I went in one direction there and then I kind of went the other way on you. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, if you don't like it, send me an email, please. Funnycockles <laughs> uh, vagina at gmail.com. I would love to get an email from you. If you do it and you include an address, I'll send you a pen and a postcard. And uh, that postcard will be mailed by a cashier, probably. <laughs> and you know why? Because they're not going on strike demanding more money. <laughs> because I'm a giver. I give. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny. Um, hey, do you remember, uh, I think this was last week we were talking about this. Um, I don't. The um, president of Paraguay. Um, a lot of people were demanding he resign, um, because of how he handled the, uh, coronavirus crisis. Yeah, that's, that's popular right now. That is quite popular. Well, he openly, as much as he stated that, you know, hey, we did the best that we could under the circumstances and maybe we made some mistakes, but you know, nobody's fucking perfect sort of thing. But he vehemently, I'm saying that wrong, um, vehemently. Thank you. Uh, said that he will not leave office. Well, <laughs> on uh, when was this? Yesterday, he and he um, has asked, "quote All of the members of the cabinet to give up their positions." Cool. So he's not taking the responsibility, but he's basically asking every person in the entire cabinet to quit and resign. Oh. I think they should all have to quit because they keep calling themselves Paraguay, but there's only one of them. <laughs> I got nothing on that. I don't even have to follow that up now. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, terrible. You're welcome. So I just I just found that kind of humorous, you know, where I'm yeah. not stepping down, but I am certainly going to ask everybody else to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? How do you how do you sell that to your staff when you're like, hey, okay, guys, <laughs> everybody gather around here for a minute. Uh, we got to talk. <laughs> I've been asked to leave my position, and I've decided I'm not going to do that. <laughs> But turns out all you are gonna have to. So uh, <laughs> that's cool. Um, if you can clean out your desk by three o'clock, that'd be great. <laughs> have a little get together at my house next year if you want. After this COVID thing, <laughs> I'll thank you really proper. But I don't want to give up my cushy president position. <laughs> I mean, I'm better than all of you, so you know you understand. I get paid a lot more than you, and I'm very much more important. So, <laughs> and uh, I won't. Okay, good talk. <laughs> I'll see your resignation letters on my desk by by noon, and then get the fuck out by three. I think he'd be better off calling the president of the Philippines and asking him for help. Yeah, no doubt. Can can you come kill my parliament for me? 
<laughs> um, so Eric, I have a bit of an issue right now. Oh, do you, Eric? Yes, I do. You bring um, up. well, the issue is is the issue I had before <laughs> this, the podcast started has just resurfaced. Well, I'm going to have to. Uh, I will say, I guess, goodbye to our friends on Castbox, <laughs> and I will pause the Skype until further notice. Thank you. <laughs> I, Fuck, I'm so sorry, man. I can't. I'm dying right now. Or you guys can chat on Castbox if you want to ask me questions. I'd be happy to answer them here on the air. If not, um, we're going to have to postpone briefly because uh, Gordon has a medical condition he has to attend to. Yes. Um, Go. So, okay. Okay. I'll be back. <laughs> uh, so, everybody on Castbox, there got any questions for us? I'm happy to answer them. Um, I didn't put any information about the show tonight on Castbox because I kind of rushed our setup. We are Eric and Gord. What if we're right? We're a Canadian podcast that uh, is very popular everywhere in the world because we're awesome and funny. Tonight might not be a great example of that, but uh, normally it's pretty fantastic. So thank you guys for listening. You can catch us on everywhere you enjoy your podcasts. And uh, we're just going to take a little break and come back to Skype when uh, Gord returns. In the meantime, take care of each other. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.